Welcome to the More You Look podcast. Welcome. 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 Welcome to the More You Look podcast. Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of The More You Look podcast. Today we have a friend of the show with us. He's been on the show before. If you go back to episode 22, he was here with us to discuss and enlighten us on some legal matters. Uh, welcome to the show again, our brother, our friend, lawyer, Mudashiro Lawal. Okay. Um, let's get right to it. Um, because for me, growing up in Nigeria, my some of my favorite Christmas, you know, memories was Christmas Eve. Nobody would go to bed because we would not be able to sleep. Because the only thing we we'll think about will be Christmas Day. And on Christmas Day, nobody eats. We all starve ourselves until the mamas and the aunties they prepare the food, which is always it never fails jollof rice and chicken and those who know they know that back in those days that festive food you only get it once or twice a year easter period and christmas period you know and you know for me i have lovely memories of loud music everywhere you go the hustle and bustle is there and that's one thing i think that nigeria and you know third world countries have over most of these first world countries anyway yes. where no matter how hard it is no matter the hardship or the situation of the country christmas period is always a period where everyone comes together muslims christians and yeah i was going to ask you what are one or two of your favorite christmas memories yeah it's a very um it's a time where families come together your extended families come all the way from lagos to village we, we enjoy together prepare good foods and have funds and I mean some of the friends that you've made before that's the time they come up. That's not for a long time. Yeah, for a long time that's so the time they will come everybody from the same. Yeah. <laughs> I think Igbo people are known for, for doing that most. Because all those Igbo guys in Alaba and Lagos have gone to us all the time they used to go they go home for yeah. like they go to the village for Christmas holidays. Yeah. And uh, I was going to ask you again, uh, do you prefer spending Christmas abroad? Because I know you travel a lot, right? So do you prefer spending your Christmas abroad or back home in Nigeria? Oh, wow. I love, I love it back home. Because <laughs> in this country... Yeah, it's just like you are on your own. Everybody dry. just get to his home and nobody's going yeah, out. before Christmas, the they buy the turkey, yes. keep in the house. Keep Christmas day, the roads are clear. Yeah. Nobody on the road. Nobody's on the road. Except going to work, yeah. to the hospital or stuff like that. Yeah, that's understandable. Uh, let's get right to it. I read recently in the news that uh, Nigeria uh, Federal High Court, they have like over 128,000 cases pending. Yeah. And that's because they have just about 75 judges. Yeah. So I was going to ask you, why do we have such a shortage of judges? with the large amount of number of lawyers that graduate from the Nigerian Law School every year. At, this, at some point, you would expect that to like sort of cascade upwards towards people becoming judges and senior advocates and stuff like that. So why is there short, uh, such a shortage of judges? Yeah, I think um, the, the judges have failed because um, there's some training they need to undergo. Uh, if you want to go to any job, you have to say, whether they are paying well or not paying well. And the way they are treating some of the judges in Nigeria is, is, is terrible. And if you see the conditions of the court, and you don't want to go and sit down in, in a place where uh, the place is shampoo. And also, the, their remunerations is so poor. Mm-hmm. And they, 
The funding, there's an issue with the funding now. Probably they are talking maybe the federal government should be funding them or the state government should be funding them or they should be funded, get their own allocation directly. They should not be under any any ministry or any, they should get their funding directly from the... So basically, they've just yeah. been left in limbo. Yes, of yeah. course. They, 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 they are, uh, they, they, the situation is very poor with them. When you see some judges, the way they... I can, actually, I can actually attest to that because when I was, there was a time I went to Nigeria to put my mother's um, properties in order and I went to the federal high courts in, I think this was in uh, Oyo State. Okay. And to my shock and horror, this was about four, five years ago. To my shock and horror, they did not have any computing data system. They only had a room filled with files and files, a very dusty room. That's why right, some files and files that's and right, files. Some cases are delayed too. And you know what happened? Two months later, when I called to trace, to track and trace my case, they said they had lost the file because they have no adequate data. And just one room. So if that room. Catches fire like that. It's everything gone. Everything yeah. is gone. That's why I see cases being delayed. It's crazy, anyway. crazy, crazy. Some crazy, cases crazy. can take up to six years, ten years before wow. it's complete. Yeah. Why people are languishing in jail? Yes. Uh, recently, Nigeria and some other African countries were put on the red list by the UK government, and uh, what that meant was people coming from Nigeria had to self-isolate in a hotel by force. Yeah. You have to pay about almost three thousand pounds yeah. to stay in a hotel. And I've seen some of the shambolic food that they feed these people. And then what happened was Nigeria then placed UK. Yeah. Flights coming from the UK, they placed them on the red list too. Next thing I know, boom, UK removed the red list. Yeah. Uh, what what does this even mean? And you know, why did it take the Nigerian government so long to react? The Nigerian government are slow in action. There's what they call reciprocated law in international law. If you treat me well, I treat you well. If you treat me bad, I treat you bad. Mm-hmm. Nigeria slow in reciprocating what they did. Because there are some people who went back home just for burial of their love or, or wedding, they are coming back. They didn't expect to be paying 2318 That shambolic um, um, hotel they put there. And we've seen a lot of going on on the on the internet that people are sending to us regarding their treatment. Mm-hmm. However, immediately they found out that Nigeria reciprocates the action. They quickly lift it up. And it's that's Nigeria have to buckle up in the sense that when we have a lot of brilliant Nigerians and they cannot advise the government very well. That was a, uh, that day I was talking to one of the honorable in Nigeria and I said, why can't you Pass this in the house of Parliament. You are just sitting down there. Somebody banned you. Your citizen have to pay about two thousand eight hundred to stay in a hotel, which is not what more than up to fifty fifty pounds. You understand? So at the end of the day, Nigeria reciprocated and they, they removed the ban. So my question is: So now, do people still have to sort of self-isolate and do the to quarantine in the hotels if they come from Nigeria? No, no, no. There's nobody, according to UK law, now, there's nobody in the red list. What they do now is that you only go to the, uh, what's it called, when you come back, you do your PCR test and also when you are going to, then you quarantine your house for your 10 days. House. Yes, okay. not in the hotel anymore. That's, that's a bit more humane. It's so expensive. Yeah. Anyway, my wife wanted to travel, she has to cancel the flight. Hey, but she can travel now, can't she? 
Uh, yes, she can't travel now okay. uh, because of the program. You know, working, she's not self-employed. Oh, okay. She has already taken the holidays and you can't just reschedule it again. So that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um, so before we get down to the you know nitty gritty of today's um, talks, I would like um, the listeners out there to understand that any information and uh, commentary you hear on today's episode regarding all of the issues we are going to discuss is free of charge and is for information purposes only. The information and commentary does not in any way intended to or amounts to learning legal advice. advice yeah. Okay? So yeah. So don't uh, don't say because you heard this from uh, <laughs> from the podcast. You know what to yeah. So um let's get to the nitty gritty. Because I saw something recently that worried me. We sort of touched on it briefly in the last episode. And it's this new deal that the, I think, House of Parliament, I think, uh, they are trying to shove down uh, the troops of the minorities. And it says that, uh, I think, I don't even know what it's called. Can you enlighten us where uh, you can lose your citizenship, your British citizenship? Uh, What I want to know is, what does this new bill, what does it mean? Can you break it down for us? And what are the what's it called the, the ramifications yeah. of this new bill? The the um that you know the British Arts um the British Nationality Act states that before you can strip anybody mm-hmm. off of his nationality, you need to communicate to that person. Send a letter to them that the UK government has intentions of um strip you your British citizen. Then it will have the right to uh, to make a representation, meet a lawyer, make a representation. But what section 40, uh, subsection 5 says is that they have to communicate it to the, the person that they want to strip up the main council is nationality. Mm-hmm. But what they're trying to put in now is that they don't need to tell you. The, the mm-hmm. sector of state don't need to tell you. You can just pop up in the and the airport one day wanted to travel, we found out that you strap your British passports, your British passports have been withdrawn. Yeah, so I've been revoked. So that's what they are trying to do. And I think it's not fair on people because uh, just like our children that are British citizens, and because they they don't know anywhere in Nigeria, they don't... Like, uh, yeah, imagine so, you, have, you, you don't have a Nigerian passport. You only have a British passport. Yes. They, and they, now that's been taken away from you. Yeah, it so is, it's it basically is made you stateless. Yeah, and it's, it's it's very wrong for you to render anyone stateless. There's two laws about 1951 convention saying you cannot render anybody stateless. Well that's what they're trying to do. And that's what they are trying to do. And I think it's this the case is still on anyway. It's, so it's not become official yet. It's not. It's not. I think they've passed it through the third um discussions. So when when does it become a law? What do they have to do to that, make it that a law? The the other one is the one regarding that if you are a legal immigrant, you overstay your visa. Mm-hmm. That uh, that one they are passing that one in in January. Okay, so that this, one, this other one where they vote they are still discussing. That anyway. one is still in the process yes. of discussion. Yes. Okay. Um. So let's move on. I was just going to come to the other uh, point you just made. Yeah about overstayers. Overstay. Yeah. There was a way you worded it on Facebook and uh, I just want you to, you know, go over that again and then explain to us what this entails, this new law. 
what the law is saying is it has passed the third stage now. It's going to be to the House of Lords by by January 5th. They're going to discuss it there. What they are saying that if you're overstay here, uh, you've been in UK and you overstay your visa, maybe you're a visitor, you overstay for whatever reason and you did not regularize your stay, when they hold you, you go to a prison for four years. So, initially, yeah. where we are right now, before they pass that law, yeah. if you overstay your visa they and just, court, they just deport you. They just deport you. But now, but they criminalize law, it now. Yeah, once they, this law goes into effect, yeah. if you get caught yeah. without a working functioning visa, yes. you are liable to go to jail for four years. For four years. So, do you go to that jail here or they deport you and then you go to that jail in your country? No, go to the jail here in UK. But here's the thing though. Let's say Mr. Hay mm. has come from, say, Nigeria yes. to the UK on a six month visa. Yes. And there's a reason why I want to ask you this question because let's be honest with ourselves. We know what the situation of the country is presently, yeah. and we know that they say Japa is the only <laughs> thing that people will have. Want to and by Japa, I mean escape. So most people prefer anywhere but Nigeria. And the problem is, not every country will give you a working visa just like yeah. that. So most people, their plan is to travel out of the country on a visiting visa to the UK yeah. and then just not return. Yeah. Because people believe that once you are here, there are different, you know, dodgy ways that, you know, loopholes yeah. in the law that you can use, like you can get married to someone here and all that. Yeah. We won't go into that right now. So, what I want to ask you is, if Mr. Ahe leaves Nigeria yeah. to come to the UK, yeah. and Mr. Ahe has two little children, yeah. and he has taken holiday visa, visiting visa, yes. six months, so if Mr. A and his two children come to this course, let's say Mrs. A come to the UK, finish the six months visa yes. with the two, two children, yes. what are they going to do? They won't send the children to jail, would they? They won't. They won't uh, yeah. The, the, there is a rule regarding the children. If you are... Uh, of course, the, everybody has the right to protest his country, you understand? Mm -hmm. uh, because of um, the pressures on the social analysis. You understand? If you come, you know sure that you're not supposed to be here um, you cannot just you're not supposed to be here you can just um, if you know you want to be here you have to have reason to be here probably you consult your lawyer to make an application for you you understand but most of the time they will try to deport you if you are here if you are overstay if you are overstay if you are overstay they will deport you definitely Okay, so my second question is this because I want people to, I don't want to pass the boundary of where because you are giving us this information for free mm. and like we said earlier, for people not to forget, this is not legal advice, yeah. okay? It's just basic information, yeah. okay? So, say I come into this country now and I've overstayed my visa, is there something I can do, like say I spent seven months and my holiday visa was meant for six months, okay? Now, can I get a lawyer to say, okay, what can you do for me as a lawyer that will make me remain in this country? Yeah, um, there are a lot of ways you can remain in the country. There's like working permits, uh, there's some shortage of occupation. No, let me interrupt you. I don't think you understand what I'm trying to ask you. I have come from Nigeria with holiday visa. Okay, okay. You know holiday visa, I can't work. Yeah. So the holiday visa has expired six yes. months now, yes. and I'm still in this country, but I don't want to go back. So can a lawyer, is there a legal way that can make me, that I can, you know, 
Yeah, put then, it to effect. Yeah, probably if there is a reason why you don't want to go back, if it is within the um, refugee of um, you want to claim asylum in the UK, maybe you have some prescription back home that people are after you, they want to kill you. You can, you can contact a lawyer that will uh, contact the home office on your behalf and you can seek asylum pending the time um, um, to get all the reason why you don't want to go. But it's not just ordinary, oh, I don't want to go back because my country, country is like, I couldn't get work in my country, yeah. that's why I want to go. You come. mentioned the word just now, asylum yeah. and refugee, which is a good segue for me to go into the next question. Yeah. What does the refugee convention you know, uh, when does the refugee convention, when does it cease to apply? Yeah, um, when when you have a refugee status, mm-hmm. you understand? Yeah, it's, the law of cessation means that, for instance, now I'm a Nigerian, I seek asylum in UK, and uh, they've given me the asylum status. I cannot go back to Nigeria, but if you go back to Nigeria, it means that you don't, you are not facing any prosecutions in mm, that country. Mm. I have a claim that is coming from Cameroon, and it uh, doesn't know that I cannot travel. <laughs> Even for holiday, you cannot go for holiday. You cannot find yourself in Cameroon. Like, was on the way back. I'm getting to Utrecht. So where are you coming from? <laughs> Say I'm coming from Cameroon. But you seek asylum that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the knowledge stripping of his uh, asylum status, uh, oh, if not wow. because interventions of lawyer. Say, uh, ignorance is no law. Yeah. You, are, you have claimed that we gave you this status because you say you have a problem in your country. Mm-hmm. You understand? So you cannot go to that country. That you understand? Sense, yeah. So another way is that when a refugee status seeks to apply is that for instance now you went the home office can trap you so you go and collect your passport maybe they want to grant you so you go and bring your passport if you go to your embassy yeah. and you are able to collect passport and they didn't arrest you there mm-hmm. my brother you are going <laughs> they, wow. will, they will simply your so asylum. basically before you can apply to be uh, for your uh, asylum, asylum seeker in this yeah. country what it basically means is you're forfeiting your, your national, yeah, because your you say you have a problem there, yeah, maybe your life is in danger there. That's why you come to to UK to seek asylum. Okay, so uh, moving on, let's say the Home Office mistakenly grants someone uh, a leave to remain, yeah, and there's no deception involved. Yeah. Okay, uh, what does that mean? That is there anything in the rules or policies that states that you know what that that person cannot uh, leave the country or what because i'm a bit confused because it says on here there's a law say 276 ad yeah yeah for it's for instance naive home office gave you like uh, i made an application as a student and uh, uh probably i make application as a person who have been in uk for 14 years or 20 years and Instead of them to give me two and a half years, mm-hmm. they gave me indefinite. Okay. You understand? Okay. So, uh, it is not my duty. As long as I did not use any deception to deceive them, um, that. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. It's, not, it's not my own duty to go and tell them to say, um, oh, this is what I apply for, this is what 
you gave me. You understand? Okay. If I've been on the on the visa for long, there's nothing they can do. Can, they cannot just cancel. Oh, it. so basically what we are saying is, yeah. if your office mistakenly yeah. grants you something other than what you initially yeah. applied, and for, you did not use any that, deception, yeah, yeah, and that thing works in your favor, yeah. That's the way it is. They cannot rescind. They can, no, that no, decision. no, 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 no. Because it is them that you are not the one who granted the leave by yourself. They are the one who granted it. So all you just need to do. I've seen an application that we make under this paragraph two seven six. Normally they're supposed to give two and a half, two and a half, yes, almost two, like four, four times, times before they grant it. Yeah. And they, they just grant the person indefinite. It's wow. just using it. So that's just luck. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's that's understandable. There's a question I wanted to ask you the first time you came here on our uh, 22nd episode, but I forgot. Yeah. And I think today is the right time to ask you. What does evidence flexibility, what does it mean? Yeah, evidence flexibility is about, you know, especially during the course of making an application, we spend a lot of money. People making an application like FLRP or indefinite spend about 5000 for the application, excluding lawyers' fee. You understand? There are some times you make a mistake in the document they ask you to bring. You understand? And probably they ask you to produce six month bank statements or six month um, uh, pay slip. Unfortunately, you now give them four instead of six months. Home office can just refuse you. Because of that, just based, just based on that, just based on that, yeah. So what evidential visibility, which is part of the policy of Home Office now, and that's why if you are making an application, your lawyer needs to probably tell them that they should apply that discretion. That if there is any incomplete documents on the on the form, they should try to write a letter to. To the lawyer or to you to say to produce the proper format. Sometimes you make an application, maybe the credit card you use, uh, they couldn't they couldn't take the money mm-hmm. because of that they can and arrest you, refuse it. This instead of them to say okay, okay maybe you have other means of paying yeah, yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that's the essence of evidential flexibility, so that they will write you to produce the normal document you're supposed to. Okay. Yeah, instead so, of refusing so basically adjustment. It's, it's a way of the home office showing that they can they yeah can home office should exercise discretion people, yeah. people, I think at the end of the day I think it's down to the individual handling your case you know? yeah. because you know some people are what they call jobs worth they act like robots yeah 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 you know and some people they are like you know maybe this person just didn't notice we call, we call them tick boss uh, hey, you know so that's understandable. Yeah, yeah. Um, last time you were here, people said, oh, is he coming back? Is he coming back on the podcast? We have a question to ask him, blah, blah, blah. So one of those questions is, what does the adult dependent relative role? Like, what does it mean? Yeah, adult dependent relatives is regarding uh, if you have parents or uh, family mm-hmm. back home um, and you're a British citizen, mm-hmm like your mother, your father who are old, you can they can also come to okay, UK. To join you. But the application is so difficult. Yeah, because that's what I wanted to ask because I've heard that you know it is really hard. It is very hard because what they the is because of the pressures on the NHS and their public and uh, um, on the on the spending in UK that if you have an adult that's back home 
you can apply for them but the rules are so strict that i think last year out of more than uh, two twenty something thousand that apply they only give like hundred what? Yes, there is even a case going on now that uh, and most people what? when you are when you know in Africa we are not used to putting your parents in, uh, in care home just mm. like here. Oh, yeah. So we the family will want to stay with our own. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have a case of medical doctor being here. The wife is a medical doctor. The husband is a medical doctor, and their mother have been living with them. Uh, about, yeah, yeah, back home before yeah, they, before they brought her head, yeah. came to UK. So they also stay here, but they only go every six, six months, every five months. You can say for five months, renew it, come back. They now make an application for their mom, and they refuse them. Wow. Say no, they have to go. The the medical doctor was so angry. Because I was going to ask you two questions, yeah. but you've answered one of them now. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. one of my questions is that what if? I'm earning enough to be able to take care of my parents. Yeah. They'll still refuse it. They still refuse it. This but case, why? What is the basis? This case is a medical the guy is a medical doctor, the yeah. wife is a medical right. so doctor. So which means both of them so they, are they well have able. capacity. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they have in fact uh, about six months ago they left UK, they went to Saudi Arabia. So they can't wow. work here. I think they are going to do something on it anyway, because a lot, a well, lot. What people. I want to know is why? Because because if you, you need to remember that if you are coming to this country mm. as a visitor, yeah. there's a money they charge you to yeah. be able to use the NHS. Yes. Okay? So, if the concern of the government is that, oh, this person is going to be a liability on public funds, that person doesn't even have any recourse to public funds in the first place. Yeah. So, why is it that they will not allow you to bring your parents here to take care of your parents? Yeah, you, you know, most people that went, uh, because UK, they like to be fair enough and the rules is that they will not deny you when you enter if you are coming you can say oh i don't want to seek benefits mm-hmm. you understand just mm-hmm. like our people when they got their indefinities that time they remember they mm-hmm. don't want to work they want to go and take benefits yeah. you understand? i have a lot of clients that when they call me from nigeria seeking advice on uk immigration mm-hmm. and law and saying or oh, oh, which benefit am I going to collect? You have not entered. You are talking about benefit. You are talking about benefit. You don't want to come and work. Yeah, please. come and work. I, mean, I don't have no benefit. I work very hard. Mm-hmm. To work. So that is the problem. Immediately they entered. The adult people when they entered, they will. They, if they seek help, they will definitely give them because of the human rights. Say okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Even they though they are, are not citizens of this country. Even they are not citizens. As so which means they, foreigners can have recourse to public funds from Africa? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they do. Really? Yeah, they do. But I thought the uh, public funds is only open to people from European countries and this country before Brexit and everything yeah, else, yeah. right? So how yeah, come you are saying now that... When I got in, I came in with a spouse of this, I didn't have any cost to public funds until after two years. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, the, that one is uh, spouse, you're talking about adult dependent. Yeah. Yeah. If someone is sick, and it will go to the NHS anyway. Yes. And it will be treated free. Yes. You won't pay. Yes, that's true. Yeah. So, so the belief is the older you are, the more susceptible you are to sickness. Yeah. And the yeah. more likely. And it's going to put pressures on the yeah. NHS. Yeah. That's yeah. the reason. Mm-hmm. But if you are coming on spouse visa, definitely you don't have recourse to public form for for five years. But yeah. don't let us deceive ourselves. UK is so nice to the extent that even if your situation yeah, changes, they, believe that they will also care. they will they assess you. Duty of care. Yeah, duty of care. They will assess you. They will know that oh, you cannot afford to work. Probably you are sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they will not. They will lift up the no recourse support form. 
But this is what I don't understand because yeah. it doesn't make sense to me. And I want you to hear me out. Yeah. You cannot bring your parents here because they believe that that person will be a liability yeah, yeah. on the NHS, in the NHS. And on the public funds. Yeah. Yeah. But they can allow you bring your son here, your spouse here. Yeah. So your spouse. <laughs> Will your spouse not be a liability on public funds? Because at the end of the day, your spouse no. can fall sick. Yeah, it's, it, your it, children can fall sick if you bring them here. Yeah, well, the, those ones are minors. You can't leave them. There, there's different rules. You can bring a child under the age of 18 mm. to UK. Uh, you can bring a child under the age of 18. But that one is, is, is acceptable. Your wife, you have to bring your wife to UK. It's, we are talking about any child over the age of 18 to 69. Mm. Yeah. So you can't bring those on there, consider them to be an adult. That is crazy. That is really crazy, though. That's crazy. That was that was a good year. That was crazy. Um so claiming asylum in the UK, I know you touched on it briefly earlier, but what are the challenges to seeking asylum in this country? Yeah, the challenges of seeking asylum is uh, it's about evidence. Most of the times, you know, you're coming from Nigeria or uh, they want to kill me in my village and they say you how do you want to get the evidence now, of how do you prove it, prove it, to, it uh, to them it's one of the problems that uh, asylum seekers are facing in uk uh, even uh, with all the news genuine news that's coming out of nigeria about kidnappings killings yeah. Boko Haram and all these things i would think that even now it should be easier to claim asylum than before yeah. because you know before you have to prove to them that there's tribal war, there's this, you know what I mean? But now, yeah. CNN, they even have the footage of the Lagos shooting, of the, uh, what did they call that, uh, Kinito, October 20, Lekki Massacre, all those things. Those things should be yeah, further, well, it, it should it, be easier. Yeah, if they're doing that, every Nigerian will come here, you know what I'm saying? What the Home Office always used to refuse them is that, if you have problem in the North, they know that predominantly Boko Haram and from the North, it is asked to relocate to east. They <laughs> <laughs> were addressed to the Italian kidnappers are in the east. They asked to go to relocate to the west. They will tell you to move. Yes, you move sense. from your base to another base. So, what asylum reasons can one actually give that will work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If your life is in danger, mm-hmm. sincerely, like but a political, you let's be honest. Okay, like a political, just like uh, in case like. You know the case of this Sarawiwa? Yeah. Assuming Sarawiwa find a way out. Uh-huh. Like all those uh, Walesho Yinkas, yeah, yeah. uh, they have seek asylum one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Assuming they have right, uh, they can escape Sarawiwa and escape to UK. They will grant him asylum. It's in the newspaper. Yeah. There's a lot of evidence can prove. Or even this guy now, this uh, Showore. Uh, that Showore. The Showore, Showore. There's video yeah. everywhere showing him being attacked. Exactly. Oh, but he's already an American uh, citizen. Yeah, okay. it's American citizen. Huh? That time was really be crazy. American citizens always wanted to kill yourself over a country that nobody cares. Try to kill the guy for a very. I know. Yeah. No, I also saw a video very recently where he was coming out of court. Oh, shot. Yeah. And people still attacked him. They were waiting for him outside. I said, "You are American citizen. Leave these people and their wala. You can't say." Nigerians, they yeah. don't care. But it's, not, it's, it's your country. You know what I'm yeah, it's your country, but so, if you die, you die for nothing. Yeah, me, yeah. I used to, most of his hearing, I used to go to Nigeria. Oh, to yeah, I, I see pictures with yeah, you. So of I, I, I love him. He's very young, versatile, 
than all these old people we have as our president. And that's why they will never let him achieve anything he wants and to achieve. That's why we remain where we are, my brother. We will remain where we are. I saw Tinubu recently. I even posted that video mm. on my WhatsApp. Old man like that. This guy cannot stand up. He cannot see. It's very, very obvious that yeah. this man is actually genuinely not very healthy. Yeah. But he's still pushing to become president. In two years' time, in two years, who? Mm. Jesus Christ. Uh, moving on, let's talk deportation. Okay? Bail detention and all that stuff. For how long can one be detained by the immigration in this country? Yeah, by law, any public officer should not detain you more than uh, 24 hours and or 48. Hold on a minute, sorry, sorry. You said by law, by British law. Yeah. You can't be detained more than by immigration. 48 hours more most. 48 if hours. you want to do more than that yeah. you want to detain more than that probably you want to get more information from mm-hmm. from from the person but you have to apply thing, to the courts to the courts yeah. but here's the thing we've heard of people you know back in the day where even even said them yeah they don't carry them you know <laughs> okay we have heard of people getting picked by immigration where you won't even see them again yeah like that, two weeks three weeks they will still be in the deportation center yeah that deportation center is quite different that okay. is it's like an accommodation they are not mm-hmm. being aired no, they are being held. But it, what they are allowed because if you think about it, it's like this forceful quarantine thing. But they are allowed to you, communicate. They will tell you it's a hotel. But you can't leave. It's allowed. It's allowed. Yeah, you can communicate. They will give you a phone. It's just like they are providing you accommodation. Okay. You understand? They will give you home. They will give while you telephone while processing. How to kick you out. But yeah, how to kick you out. How to release you. Yeah, so it can't be for more than 48 hours, right? Yeah. So what happens after then? After that, they, they, they have to, when they assess you, this is they release you or they take you to a detention camp. Detention camp is meant for anyone who is a illegal immigrant on the way out or be released. Mm-hmm. So there is a process of can ask for temporary release. If he has a lawyer, they will apply for his temporary release. If they didn't have, uh, so if they grant a temporary release, can you still run away? They will release you. They have released you. They have released you to go. I don't run away. They will catch you one day anyway. Uh, that's true. And we are under watch. Anyway. So another one is that if the administrative review, is, I mean the immigration officer bill is not granted, you can apply to the court for bail, bail application. Whereas you get two shorties. And the two shorties have to be working, uh, their pay slip, their bank statement for six months, their proof of address, evidence that they own property or or renting, you know, and, and they can you can then apply for pay for the person. Yes, I wish would be granted. Yes. No wonder Nigeria. Nigerians, you find you find it hard to find Nigerians that will do that for you. No, that will stand that shorty. That will, I will give you all my pay slip and everything. Definitely. I will now be on the database. I will your family. Of those people. <laughs> hey, my family can come from Nigeria. I'm not joking. You will start to. So, moving on. Uh, what are the requirements? Because, oh, yeah, before I even go to that, I was going to ask you is it possible, uh, like, you know, when, when you've been taken to detention, uh, yeah. what do you call it? What did you call it? The detention center? Immigration center. Is there possible, are there stories of people who have been in that immigration detention center and they still manage to gain, you know what I mean, like the country still allows them back 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lot, a lot of, lot of people, even during the pandemic, all of the people in the immigration detention were released to go to find a place to go. So what visa would they give them then? They won't, no, it's, they call it temporary release. Temporary okay. release is ISIA. They will just grant you to to go to the place you want to go. But there is a clause there that you can be arrested anytime. Then they'll okay. give you the conditions to come so and you have to sign it every okay. week or every two, two weeks okay. or every month. You have can to you work on that temporary release? Yeah, you cannot work on that temporary release. You don't have the right to work. So do you have recourse to public funds? I'm going somewhere with this one. Yeah. Because yeah. if you are saying you can't work, you don't have recourse to public funds. So yeah. when they release you, what are you going to eat? Where yeah. are you going to sleep? You have shorty now. Yeah, you have shorty now. So it's the shorty that will be taking care of you. Yeah, so because if he doesn't have a shorty, they will not release him. Hardly you can see anyone that immigration will release. They go Sign. where they want to go. And now is a good time to remind both of you. Don't call me. Are they illegal immigrants? I mean, they are not illegal immigrants, but I'm not saying. And if you need short, don't call me because ah, it's shorty that will be feeding you. So what are the requirements for making a bail application in the UK is a two-edged question. And what happens after an immigration bail hearing? Yeah, after an immigration bail hearing, I've said those documents that we need to use in applying the decision. Your passport, the passport of the person that wants to bail you the shorties, that six month pay slip, uh, six month bank statement, evidence that they hold properties or this um, mortgage or rent agreements. You know, so you now apply to the court for bail this for bail application to the courts. Then if they grant you, there's two things. Say that your bail is granted and they granted they ask you to go with your shorty. If it's not granted, you'll be back to the detention center. And they will be planning out to deport you. Okay. Yeah. Before I move on to the next question, because as I'm sitting here, I'm trying to think of possible scenarios. Mm. But I want to ask you a question where it will not edge into the parameters of what you cannot talk about. Yes. So, let's say there's a mother, a single mom yeah. in Nigeria with two, three children. She wants to come to the UK. Yeah. But all she can afford presently is a holiday visiting visa. Yeah. Okay. Now, she has come to the UK with a visiting visa. Yeah. What are the options for her in case she wants to stay and she doesn't want to um, um, come through uh, asylum seeker stuff? Yeah, the, the, and she only has visiting visa. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be an overseer anyway because mm-hmm. and the rules is that no, your child. Have you finished the question? Yeah. While still, say she has six months visiting visa. Yeah. She has used four months. Yeah. What can she do and say, ah, before my visitor finish home? What steps can I take to help her? You know, what can a lawyer do for me to uh, uh, enable me, you know, continue with, with staying in this country? Normally, what uh, lawyer cannot do anything so who is no not according. There's, no there's no legal backing on that okay, because okay. first of all, in UK, a child cannot be at home for more than three weeks. They will arrest the parent. It's a legal mm-hmm. something to keep. Mm-hmm. If they take the school, if they take the child to the school and the school accept them. No, what, but school will definitely ask for the child's documents. Yeah, the you can, they can give them the password if they give them the password and they accept. I've seen someone who has in. But how can school accept a child with Nigerian passports with a holiday visa? Where, where would the other one be? Yeah, because they, some of the school, they don't really 
care. They don't really care. They will care because what I'm. No, no, no. They look at it from the past. Let me take the picture. Mention first. That's a child. The child cannot stay at home for, for more than long. Yeah, yes. Long. But my question to you is this: yeah. When you go there, they ask for your passport. Okay, as a parent. Yeah. You give them your passport. It shows that you have holiday visa that expires in say three months. Okay. No. Now have six months. They give you six months. Yes. Right? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Okay, that you have holiday visa that expires in five months, right? Now you've gone there and said, okay, these two children, I would like them to enroll in this school. So, are they going to allow them in knowing fully well that you don't even have, you know, in five months' time? You should not yeah, they will school. not allow them. That's no, what I'm but, but some school doesn't care. They just, okay. they just, the purpose of the passport, they, they don't want to look what is inside. Probably okay. they just want to they say, see, this is the name of the, exactly. of the child. But it's not really advisable for you to encourage someone to come with three children to UK when you know that you haven't got any basis of saying yeah. It's, it's very, imagine you don't have work, you yeah, don't do have you know family. The reason why I'm asking you this? Yeah. The reason why I'm asking you this is because there are people out there in Nigeria where they've tried everything, nothing is working. And we all know that things are getting worse back home. Yeah. You are single parents of two kids, three kids, one child. Yeah. They are thinking, you know, if only I could get to the UK, I can make hair, I can do this. I have good, you know, skills that I can put to work that we earn money. But it's just that visa problem, you see. So do they apply for working visa before coming in, or do they apply for visiting visa, get here, and then try to sort themselves out? No. But what I want to know is, is there legal? Is there is it anything within legal parameters that can help them, or they just have to go back? They just have to go back because the, the rules is that your child have to be here for. For instance, now if somebody comes to UK on six month visa, unfortunately he cannot, she cannot go back. Maybe there is one problem back home. All you need to do to report to the authority. So that this is my situation. But well, you can't prove it. You can't. You, you don't have another. Yeah, but, but you need to tell them. You understand? And because the rules say you cannot, the children cannot say more than they, they will ask the children to to start school. You understand? Probably they are processing your your paper. Before you know, it may take up to two years. The children are listening. The lawyer can prove that. For the best, uh, yeah. So all those kind of things. Though the the chance of the success of the application is very low, because you have to. The children have to be here for seven years before they can be granted anything. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Moving on, what is the NHS charging regulations about the treatments on immigrant status? Yeah, like if you have your. If you don't have leave to remain in UK, mm-hmm. or you come in as a visitor, you go and use the NHS, mm-hmm. they will charge you for the treatment. Let me pause you there before, yeah. before you go. Like I said, these guys will attest to it. If you're coming to Nigeria, like when you guys came from Nigeria and you processed all your visa and everything, yeah. there's a money you pay now towards using NHS services. There's a word they call it. it yeah, that one is settlement. Okay. Where I'm talking about that one is a settlement yeah. visa. Okay. okay. If you are, if you apply for a settlement visa, mm. people who apply under six months within uh, one month to six months don't pay NHS in Nigeria. On um, visitors visa don't pay NHS. Okay. They don't pay. They only pay okay. application for the okay. fee. Okay. So those are the ones that the British people always call yeah. the tourists. Tourists, uh huh. That you come help, help for. Uh, so you have to pay for the service, and because of that, they can refuse you. I've seen a lot of. 
about three or four refusal based on the fact that they hold NHS. Mm. Even another one is coming about two weeks ago, there's very close to me. And they, they stop him because somebody have used his name to to oh in NHS and Wait, somebody have used his name to pay for No, he called ambulance and probably he didn't get the date of birth properly. But the ambulance treats him. Yeah. And they found out that he hasn't got a status in UK. Sure. So they now bill him about oh, okay. four thousand eight hundred to come and pay. Yeah, so and that person doesn't have status, or he has status, but there's been a mistake. The, there's a mistake. Okay. But it is not the person that holds the status that okay. called the ambulance. It was not aware. Oh. Somebody just uses details. Oh yes, my sir. god. Yeah. So that's actually possible. It's possible. So if I call ambulance now and say my name is Sky, <laughs> they will send the bill to Sky. Especially if guys are now across the public phone. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that is crazy. That is crazy. I was having an argument, you said, I never knew that. You know, I mean, I thought their database is so efficient that they know who is who, who has a state. Yeah. You know, UK, UK, UK they, will, they will treat you false. And no, oh, we always believe we open uh, the duty of care. Yeah, they will treat you false. Then after that, uh, they will not be sorting out the bailouts. Yeah. Try, 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 try. So, the first question I asked you regarding this new. Uh, this new bill they are still trying to push through. I want you to clarify for us. Is that for people who commit crime? Yeah. You know this one when they say they take your nationality away and all that. Okay, okay. Is it strictly for people who commit crime or anybody now can just travel abroad without committing any crime and they'll just say you can't come back because they've revoked your... Is that how it's going to work? No, 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 no. The reason, the basic thing is because of all these terrorists and all these people committing so for high class crime for high class crime i can't crime. steal sky's camera now and no. they catch me no 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 and they will not say i'm no, no longer but if you are a perpetual stealer everything tips but the reason is it's not the argument we are trying to say is that mm-hmm. look i'm a british citizen of nigeria origin mm-hmm. yeah and another person british citizen maybe John Brown mm-hmm. now committed the same, the same offense. Crime. Yeah, the same terrorism you know crime. Where are you going to send John Brown to? Yeah, you can't. Then you can't make John Brown yeah. place because John Brown make, is English and British. Likewise, me too. Yes. If I've I've cancelled my nationality for Nigeria, it's crazy. It's what crazy. that basically means is they are trying to create second class citizens. Yeah, that's what exactly. That is exactly what I'm I'm thinking in my mind that uh, it is absolutely you know what so there is no point of if somebody commits a crime charging let him go to prison yeah and you know they are used to that anyway if you do well in your in your in your yes. profession they will say oh it's oh, a yeah, British yeah, citizen yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. but by the time you commit a crime you know now. that it's in Nigeria but already. now they are not even stopping <laughs> at that they want to people remove that British yeah. from your life it's from Nigeria origin and force you to be a yes. Nigerian so that's why I used to tell my kids that they were, where are you? what nationality say I'm a British we can't British be careful <laughs> You know, I was arguing with someone the other day, and I cannot believe it. I want you to actually clarify because I had a lawyer right here in front of me. <laughs> the person said to me that, you know how it is in Nigeria where, like I said before, there are like people in jail right now yeah, yeah. that are still awaiting trial. Yeah, yeah. You know, just because of pending cases and all that stuff. And somebody was arguing with that. That's how it is in UK to assess a line. I said because we have a, an efficient database, we have lawyers, we have a good judicial system that you know cases are tried 
and people just don't language in jail like that just before you know going to trial. And he said that that's not the truth. That's not, that's not the truth. So can you tell me now that innocent people are still in prison in this country without knowledge of whatever they have done? Like, uh, what do you no, think no, this is no, so? No, 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 I don't believe so. No, like, say no. somebody, like, say I speak It's not in now. Nigeria because we, we are only one case in Nigeria now. The guy has been there since 2017. Mm. And this is almost five years. No trial, nothing. Wow. But the family contacted our family. We now swap into action. Went to Kirikiri. On getting to Kirikiri, they just mentioned his name. They go and bring him. No, they didn't even take him to police, I mean to court to for investigation nothing. Nothing. The file is just there. The guy is just languishing in prison. But I go with a charity we are working on by next year, by the grace of God. Legal defense against injustice. Mm-hmm. We are going to be going to the prison and looking for people. Like pro bono. That, just yeah, yeah, it's pro bono anyway. But most of them can't afford it. Of you course, understand? Of course. Mm. But there's innocent people. There are too many. In Nigeria, uh, I don't, you know, yeah, like 80% of people. But I don't think that kind of thing is here. Yeah, what I'm saying yeah. is, say for instance now, I speak on the ground. Yeah. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> That's you a, get like somebody yeah, like her, yeah. and then somebody gets murdered in that place. Kind, yeah. And they take the DNA. And they then they take my DNA. Own. You came to that side. In, uh-huh. yeah. And they arrest me because of my DNA is at the crime scene. Meanwhile, yeah. I just spat on the ground and moved on. Yeah. Before that person got stabbed and killed there. Yeah. So is it possible that I could get arrested or you know? Yeah, like they, if 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 you if they can prove alibi that you don't you are not there during that time the crime. Okay. That, yeah. And that, that one is better than saying oh uh, but there are a lot of people that don't commit the crime and they are, they are in prison. But because of uh, yeah, the, the command in the foreign, you know what I'm saying? So that's it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Now, we are, we are rounding up. Can you tell us what is the funniest case you've taken on? The funniest that made you laugh? Uh, it's, uh, it's when they want to strip somebody, uh, Nigeria nationality. We just. We just Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. The, um, the lady is from, was it from Togo? No, she's not from Togo, she's in Nigeria. Okay. But um, the mother is from Togo, mm-hmm. but the father is from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. But she now lives with her mother in Togo. Okay. Fortunately, she had to marry, she now married a Nigerian. Okay. And you know, Nigeria, they can arrest, arrest you because she mm-hmm. lives in Togo. Yeah. She has some accent of this. On getting to Ikoyi, where he wanted to collect his passport, mm-hmm. and she, her passport, and was arrested that he speak like a good. Before you know, he's being arrested and taken to mm-hmm. police station. Mm-hmm. We, they bail him that day. Um, uh, I do it pro bono, I didn't charge for it. So we, we saw it to actions and we apply, we write a letter. To the to the immigration, they didn't respond. We took the case to court. Got the six her passport, mm-hmm. and this and we won the case about two three weeks ago. Oh, wow! Yeah, it's very interesting. So, do people who commit crime do they come to you to take you on as a lawyer? Of course, every okay. anybody now, can. My come question, to, my yes. question is this: <laughs> When they come to you, do they actually tell you the truth that it was me that did it? But I want you to help me. Do they? Um, we have mm. we are officer of the law. We cannot 
hate somebody. But my duty to him. Yeah, what I'm saying is, do they tell you the truth as their lawyer? What I honestly believe, what he's telling like, me, is going like to be if, truth. I, if I employ you now, yeah. to help guy, me. you know they watch movies. So the thing is, <laughs> will I tell you that it was me that bought Sky Studio? Yeah, but <laughs> by, by if it's if you told me that it's just you, you understand me? I'm not going to go to court. So no, say, I'm just saying, do they, yeah. do they reveal themselves to you? They... Even if they don't reveal, the point is that you know, when you are talking to them, you know that you this know. guy really commits okay. a crime. But it's not my duty to go to the court to say, oh, it's my client that commits it. Mm-hmm. Let them prove the case. If they can prove it, you understand? Mm-hmm. Then it is the duty of the prosecutor to prove beyond reasonable doubt is my, my, my this. Yes. But if it is something of public safety, security, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll probably have to disclose it because I would do it to the court too. Last question before we go. Yeah. <laughs> is there a case that you would pick? Yeah, if the case is uh, against my my moral my belief beliefs, yeah, beliefs. there's some um, uh, like for example, like if there's a conflict of interest, you understand? Know, I won't definitely take that kind of case. You know, okay, okay. But by law. There is no case a lawyer cannot do. You understand? So, so what we are going to do, if you want to, if you require the services of our friend and lawyer here, we will put the offices in Nigeria, in Lagos. We will put it on your screen. I will also put his contact and how you can get him, his chambers here in the UK. All right. Thank you so much for coming again Thank you. to record the second part Thank of this interview. I know that in the future, if we call you, you will respond to us. I will, I will definitely and we appreciate call. appreciate that. Thank you. All right. We want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Enjoy the rest of the year responsibly. And we don't know what the UK government is planning with Uncle Omicron roaming about now. And then probably they're going to shut we us down. We don't know if they will shut us down <laughs> again. Again. So wherever you're watching this, I hope that it meets you well. Uh, compliments of the season to you and yours. Stay safe, be responsible, and above all, be kind to each other. Till we see each other in the new year. Love ya. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao.